everyone. Welcome to another episode of the Just Get Started podcast, another one mic this week. And the topic I wanted to discuss was around a morning routine. Um, for folks that have followed my journey for a little bit, I've talked a lot about a bedtime routine and I've written blog articles and have done a one mic on that a while back. And bedtime is probably the most important time of the day for me in terms of getting the right sleep, getting to bed on time, because normally my head just Gosh, I got crap just flowing through it, um, and I could stay up for an hour or two hours at night sometimes. So having a proper bedtime routine has been so valuable to me. But I haven't prioritized a morning routine for almost probably my entire adult life, right? I don't remember any consistency in that. But as I was thinking through some, some things this summer, I said, how can I continue to get better? How can I improve? How can I get more projects completed? How can I be happier? You know, looking at all these different phases of my life, you know, and, and trying to be the happiest that I can in the current present moment. So I looked at the morning time. So I said, all right, I feel like I have the nighttime buttoned up. I have a really good idea of, you know, what the 30 minutes to, you know, an hour before bed look like. What does the morning look like? Because right now it's pretty helter skelter. So on this episode, I want to talk about four key components of why a morning routine has been valuable to me, and maybe it's something you guys can relate to, and where some of the stumbling blocks in the past have been, and how I've um, tried to you know take those out of the equation by enacting some uh, specific processes for my morning routine. So that's what I want to chat a, lo- a, chat a little bit about on this uh, one, Mike. So as a morning routine right now, let me just kind of share what I have been doing the last 60 days or so, because prior it was pretty bad. I mean, in terms of I would wake up whenever, some days I'd set my alarm, some days I wouldn't. Um, Obviously with the pandemic that exacerbated, is that the right word? Things in terms of, you know, with virtual school, like I didn't have to drive into work. So I was like, all right, I'll get up whenever and get my work done. But it's not like I had to get up to you know, get my son the weeks I had him at least get him on the, you know, lunch and feed him and all this other stuff. Like I could do that anytime because he was doing virtual school and I was working remote. So it's not like I had to drive into, you know, traffic or anything like that to and from work. So the last year and a half has definitely been a lot different. I think everyone out there probably can relate to that. But even before that, I was working remotely a lot and I wasn't consistent in the schedule. Again, some days I'd wake up early and work out. Other days I wouldn't, and I'd wake up at eight o'clock or eight thirty. Um, you know, some days I would uh, do some projects in the morning. Other days I would just kind of putter around, listen to podcasts or whatever. Like there was no rhyme or reason to it. If you get what I'm saying. So I decided this summer, and again, about sixty days ago or so, I enacted it is I said, all right, I got to button up the first at least hour of the day, maybe hour and a half of the day, because I got the end of the day buttoned up. Let's button up the front end. So what I did, let me share the the morning routine as it currently is, not that it won't change, but as it currently is, and it's working fairly well, is I set my alarm for 7 a.m. Now, there's days that I get up before 7 a.m. because, you know, I get up before the alarm. And that's a good thing. That means I'm getting um, quality sleep and I'm getting the, enough sleep. Nonetheless, though, the, the alarm's there. Even if I wake up at 6.45 and I decide to kind of lay in bed for a little bit, the alarm hits me at 7 o'clock and it's time to get up. Um, I do normal, you know, go to the bathroom. I brush my teeth. I kind of do that right there the first couple minutes. And then I go downstairs and I make a pot of coffee. 
So I enjoy having a, a, a cup or two of black coffee every morning. Uh, I decide to make the coffee as the first thing because that smell of the coffee, I don't know about y'all, but that smell of the coffee really hits me. Um, and it kind of kicks me into gear a little bit, that first thing. So I do do the stuff upstairs after I get out of bed. I go downstairs, make some coffee. And then I do about 10 to 20 minutes of yoga or stretching. Um, there's two folks I'll, I'll recommend, I'll give a shout out to, cause I think they have great videos online on YouTube. One is, um, Sean Vig, Vogue with an I, um, I actually had him on the podcast episode 96, a really cool episode if you want to check that out. But Sean Vig has a lot of cool uh, yoga videos and he, he's just a fun guy. He's got a, a, a great sense of humor. Um, so he makes the videos fun and engaging. And then someone else I came across more recently is yoga by Adrian. A-D-R-I-E-N-E, Yoga by Adrian, um, or Yoga with Adrian, one of those two. Anyways, if you put it in, she has like 10 million subscribers on YouTube, um, pretty big following there, and a lot of great videos as well. So I'll turn one of those videos on in the morning down in my, I have a, a home gym in my garage that I built out. So I have a TV in there. It makes it nice. I kind of get away from you know other parts of the house, and I go down there, and I, I focus uh, for about 10 to 20 minutes. And, uh, and then I come upstairs and my coffee's already done. So I pour a nice cup of coffee and I just sit in the living room. There's a, there's a specific chair I sit in for about 30 to 45 minutes. Depends obviously how long that yoga workout was. Um, for about 30 to 45 minutes, I, uh, I sit there and I do a lot of things. Um, some days I just sit and think. Other days I have my notepad and I'm writing down some notes. Uh, other days I'm writing a blog article or two that kind of pops in my head. Uh, I'll post on like LinkedIn, let's say, if there's a new podcast guest that came out that day. So there's no rhyme or reason to what I do, but a lot of it is more me time. I'm not scrolling the internet. I'm normally not answering emails. Um, actually, I'm not answering any emails. I will check the email because there's a couple blog articles, you know, like Seth Godin's blog that I get. And morning brew, you know, those come in the morning, and I like to read those a little bit um, for the for the first thing in the morning. So I will consume some of that content, but it's not that I'm actively like returning emails and putting out fires and stuff like that. I think of the first uh, part of the day as kind of me time, and that's been a huge change from years past. Okay, so that's the morning routine, just to kind of give you a high level look of it. But I want to go in on this episode and and the why behind it. What am I getting out of it? And and maybe how you guys can benefit. Um, if you don't have a morning routine, or if you do have one, maybe think about it a little bit differently. So the first, I wrote a couple of notes down here. The first is um, intention. So the reason I decided to go with a morning routine was to have an intention to start the day. Um, Marcus Aurelius, someone that I follow, you know, I do listen to and read a lot of stoicism. Um, it's something that's been really valuable the last couple of years, kind of thinking about life a little differently. I'm not sure if there's any stoic fans out there, but Marcus Aurelius, you know, had something where he says, you know, tell yourself, I have to go to work as a human being. Um, the, the things, you know, the things that we brought into this world, you know, to do go out and do those. Um, so if you think about it like that, in that context, it's like, why not get up in the morning? Why not pop out of bed? Why not go do something versus something that I did for a lot of years was I just lay in bed and I'd lay in bed for 30 minutes or 60 minutes or fall back to sleep maybe and again, putter around and get up later. But why not be active and get up earlier? 
I choose 7 a.m. I'm trying to pump that maybe to 6.30 if I can, but still a work in progress. Um, I used to get up at 5.30 a.m. every morning between the ages of 11 and 17 when I deliver papers, but that was a long time ago when I was a paper carrier. Um, that's, that's been a long time since I've woken up consistently that early. So I'm trying to get back if I can to maybe a 6.30, but at worst a 7 a.m. Because setting that intention and kind of going to work as a human being, as, as Marcus says, um, I like that thinking. I like the thinking that, you know what, I have a purpose. There's something I got to get up for. So that's where the intention comes from. The second thing is accomplishment. You know, the reason I decided to do yoga in the morning is because besides just sitting, right, which, which would be fine, I think, um, yoga gets you moving. Like You want your brain to wake up. Uh, and partially why I decided, so just a, a little um, context here, when I originally started the morning routine a couple months back, the first week or week and a half, I actually... Um, sat up in bed for about 10 minutes and did a meditation. I closed my eyes and I just, I just kind of let my mind wander and I'd write down some notes. I was like trying to do like some affirmation stuff. I, I didn't really like that as much, so I didn't stick with it. Um, but the reason I changed away from the sitting right up is because my brain was still asleep. I wasn't woken up yet. And what I found was when I do the yoga first and then sit, my brain's more active. It's more, it's, it's, it's on. And now I can do some things a little bit differently. So the first step was, um, have an accomplishment, feeling like I accomplished something. And by doing yoga and being active, getting my brain active, get my body active, I felt like I accomplished something for the day. I was already able to check the box that, Hey, this has already been a productive day so far. It didn't like years past where it'd be 10, 11 AM sometimes before I did anything productive because I'd, find, I'd be getting up and, and kind of being groggy and all those type of things. So accomplishment is the second big lesson learned with the morning routine. Um, and something that I think is so valuable is when we check that first box of the day, some things that we've gotten done, it really puts some momentum behind the day. Um, and we can get a lot more accomplished than we, we even thought possible. The third thing is movement. And this goes back to the yoga a little bit. Is just it's just getting the body going, getting your brain active, being able to um, feel the body in the morning versus being stiff, going to sit and drink your coffee without doing any movement, um, being able to um, you know have the brain almost feel like it's a little. I used the word groggy a minute ago. I'll use that again. But you guys, you guys know the feeling. I don't have to say it. Like you wake up in the morning, and you kind of just feel like dull. I found that doing some yoga, even a few minutes of it. Um, I remember, you know, for a couple of days, I haven't done this much, but I just did some breathing exercises for eight to ten minutes. That woke me up tremendously, and uh, and still actually got because of the deep breathing. If you've ever done that, like that gets your body really active, um, way more than I thought it would. So doing some sort of movement in the morning. I've decided not to do like heavy type lifting. I, I've done some CrossFit workouts early in the past and just wasn't my jam. I, I'm not a 6.30 a.m. type CrossFit workout person. Um, I don't mind working out mid-morning and sometimes I'll work out mid or late morning, um, lunchtime, stuff like that. But 6.30 in the morning is a little early for me in that. Um, so I try to avoid it. But doing the yoga gets my body moving, gets me active. It wakes my brain up a ton. So that's the third lesson. So we, you know, the intention, 
of getting up and actually having a purpose, the accomplishment of checking the box of actually completing some things, yoga being a big part of it, but it could be others. It could be the blog writing. There's a lot of other things um, that really I could categorize under accomplishment. And then movement. And by the way, too, let me just mention this. Accomplishment can also be that you actually got up on time, that you didn't hit the snooze three or four times, that you actually I put 7 a.m. When the, when the alarm went off or maybe I got maybe it was earlier before 7 and I woke up, I got out of bed. I didn't just sit there under the covers and stay warm. I actually got out of bed. So that could be an accomplishment in itself, especially if you have struggles like I did of getting out of bed in the morning. So intention, accomplishment, movement. And then the last one uh, is creativity. I certainly am not creative the first, you know, step out of bed in the morning because the brain's still waking up. But, you know, when I'm 30 to 45 minutes into the day and I've done some yoga, I've gotten up, I made some coffee, I'm kind of moving around. Now, all of a sudden, my brain is awake. It's alive. And when I sit down to have my coffee and just think, it's amazing the amount. I mean, I've written so many of my blog articles. Um, you know, I blog now three times a week, and I've been doing that since uh, since April. And coming up with ideas sometimes is kind of on-the-fly random. That's why I always carry a notebook around. But when I sit there in the morning, I can pump out sometimes two or three blog articles because it's the ideas hit me. I feel creative sitting in that chair, um, opening up my brain, and just kind of letting things fly out. So creativity has been a huge part for me. Again, not the first you know, five minutes in the morning, but after I've done some movement, after I've got up, I've let my brain wake up, maybe again, the first 30 to 45 minutes, once I'm up, I feel like I have a lot of energy um, to be able to accomplish uh, really whatever projects I have. For me, and this may be different for you, I choose to do the method of just kind of sitting being at one with the world, if you will, and uh, and just kind of thinking. Again, maybe that's writing, maybe it's jotting down notes, maybe it's uh, posting something because I was thinking about a new podcast guest that I had on or a new blog I wrote or whatever. So those type of things that I do, because for me, that's obviously leading toward my mission and, and the things I want to do in the world. Yours might be different. You may decide not to sit down. You may decide to do some other things, but looking at it from that lens of creativity that gives me energy, and I think it would give you energy as well if you tried it, is something that gets the creative juices flowing, gets the brain moving, ultimately you know, makes you feel energized. So all of those together, intention, accomplishment, movement, um, and creativity, I think at least have been the most beneficial, at least of what I've got out of my morning routine. And it might be similar if you have a morning routine or if you've tried or if you want to try to, to put one into place. So um, that's what's been important for me with the morning routine. I certainly may tweak things as we go into the winter time, but at least I found a really good cadence um, so far. And I feel like my body's starting to adjust because I am waking up before 7 a.m. without the alarm. Um, I feel like the the yoga, like I'm actually getting a little more flexible, which is uh, which is a huge thing as I get into my late 30s um, to have that flexibility. And, uh, and obviously being able to write and, um, and have thoughts and, uh, and start to, you know, compartmentalize a lot of things that, you know, jump around in my brain and put those down on paper. Cause that's important for me because in the past I would never write notes. I would forget so many ideas and thoughts I had in my head. 
I made an intention to actually write those down, um, script those out so that I could use that um, for blog articles, for uh, research stuff or whatever, um, you know, podcasts, etc. One mics that I'm doing right now. So um, that that's what's been important for me in terms of the sitting and thinking for that 30 to 45 minutes. And then I'm off on my day and then I'm ready to go, whether it's taking my son to school the weeks I have him, whether it's, you know, having a work meeting in the morning, whatever it is, I can now be confident that I've gotten a lot of things accomplished throughout the morning um, and I'm already on my way. So that's how I have my morning routine structured. That's some of the benefits I've gotten out of a morning routine. I'd be really curious if you've listened this far into the one mic, um, do you have a morning routine? Do you get up early? Why or why not? Are there um, certain practices that have been valuable to you? Have you tried things that haven't worked? And what are the reasons why? All of those things, write in the comments, send me a note through my website, brianandreco.com. Um, anything um, to, to share out that information. I'd love to connect and just learn more what's working, what's not. Um, and I think if we do it as a group, right, the, the more idea sharing, uh, the more mind melding we can do, um, it just helps all of us optimize life, become healthier and happier, um, which, which I think is the point uh, of obviously living a long life. You want to be happy, you want to be healthy, um, and those go together. So I hope you all enjoyed, you know, kind of my take on the morning routine, some things that I'm doing, some of the benefits I've gotten out of it, and uh, and hope to hear from you all on the things that you're doing as well. So thanks again for listening in. I hope you have a great day, a phenomenal week, and we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Mm-hmm.